Welcome to the Rise of the Ageless Starman. If you are an investor, a scientist, or an entrepreneur, please join us as we discuss about today's innovation and tomorrow's creation. Together we are here to find out how to make humans creative and vital at any age. Welcome to the Rise of the Ageless Starman. Today, I'm, I'm glad to, to host Didier Cornell from the Hills uh, organization. Uh, Didier is going to be, I'm glad to say, the, the first sponsor of uh, the Launchhack Hackathon, which uh, I'm a member of. Uh, we, are tr- we are trying to give uh, challenges in aging science and uh, to push forward the industry and to spread a little bit the world of, of, uh, of longevity. Uh, besides, uh, I think uh, we can say today it's concentrated in uh, San Francisco, in uh, a little bit in Harvard or uh, New York and um, in London. Today, that's the main, the main places people are uh, starting to to talk and work about it. And uh, we have uh, a big opportunity here to spread the world and make and, and, and make an event that will uh, empower the community and that people in India and in other countries that have a huge potential to contribute to this work will start doing so. So Didier, is our first sponsor and uh, I want to thank him very much. Didier, thank you. Yeah, great. I'm very happy to contribute to this uh, uh, great uh, and uh, quite interesting uh, event. You know, like you say, it's important to go, to try to find people uh, going to be active for longevity outside of the small field. I would add to your list uh, the community of Russian people. So there are many uh, people uh, active uh, in Moscow and uh, in other cities, Russian cities. There are many longevists, uh, even immortalists, you could say. But uh, sure, yeah. it's great. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> so um, Didier, you are this this conversation, this episode is unique uh, because you yourself are active and have ideas how to uh, improve the process and um, it, it will become a, like a little bit as a brainstorming of one of the one of your uh, main uh, project you want to uh, you think will uh, and and I think I think it's a big bottleneck big bottleneck in a, in a medical research uh, data privacy so we will uh, a little bit brainstorm on it but before uh, tell a little bit about yourself uh, introduce yourself how did you get active in the field I know you've been uh, active in in other soci- social uh, challenges before yes yes so uh, I'm a uh, 50 uh... Eight years old, I'm uh, from uh, Brussels, uh, Belgium. Like you can hear my first language is uh, French, second language is Dutch, and my third language is uh, English. So sorry 
like I used to say, I will need at least 200 years to be able to speak English correctly. That's why I'm a longevist. Yeah. Uh, well, not on the only reason, but one of the, uh, the reasons. So, um, like you said, uh, I'm a long-time uh, social activist uh, on, uh, uh, political, on the political field. I'm very, uh, let's say, left-wing, even if uh, many people don't like this word anymore. Uh, and also, I'm a member of the Green Movement uh, since also many years. Uh, I would say uh, politically active, uh, well, uh, almost 40 years now and active in the green movement uh, already more than 30 years. But also uh, since I was uh, maybe uh, even less than 20, uh, one of the things that I'm doing is giving uh, some uh, money to fight against uh, uh, hunger in the world. To, for, mm. because, I, I was, uh, because when I was young, uh, hunger was one of the major causes of death in the world. Uh, no, it's not anymore. It's still, a, uh, it's still a very important cause of that in the world, but it's not anymore one of the most important ones. Uh, and um, I was always giving, the, giving money to fight against uh, hunger in the world and also about uh, easy to escape uh, diseases. And one day I was asking myself, but actually what are, which diseases are really easy to cure? And then uh, uh, I was Googling around and I discovered that there were uh, a few people like Obrede who uh, for, who think that it will be one day possible to stop all diseases related to aging. And I read a text uh, wrote by Nick Bostrom, probably one of the persons I like the most uh, in the transhumanist, longevist, uh, futurist uh, long, uh, community. So Nick Bostrom wrote a, a, a great text called uh, The Fable of the Dragon Tion. And this is a kind of uh, a short story where a dragon is killing 100,000 people a day. And one day in this uh, imaginary country, uh, some, uh, some people uh, decide to kill the dragon. And there are people saying, no, it's not possible to kill dragon. He's too powerful. Uh, and other people say, yeah, let's try. And uh, at the end, uh, they succeed in killing the dragon. And the killing the dragon is a metaphor for aging. That was probably uh, what convinced me to be active in this field. And uh, yeah, and now since about uh, 12 years, uh, it's my main activity, uh, trying to, uh, to work with other people who are uh, trying to defeat aging, trying to uh, work with scientists, uh, trying to work with activists, because I'm not a scientist myself. Yeah, concerning myself, uh, to be, uh, I, I live in Brussels. I also, I also work in Brussels in a ministry competent for social security. So it's something related to uh, aging, but not closely. And I study law. So I'm a jurist, not a lawyer, a jurist. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, let's be honest, I'm not a fan of uh, legal questions. Uh, yeah. That's it for my short presentation. Yes, um, thank you. So um, Didier, um, introduce, you have, you are the co-chair of uh, the HILES. Uh, introduce a little bit the organization and uh, yeah. I know you have a conference in September. Yeah. 
you're excited about. Yeah. yeah. If I may, I will speak about, uh, let's say, other organizations also. So I'm active. I'm a co-chair of uh, HEALS. Uh, that's a short name for Healthy Life Extension Society. It's an organization based uh, in uh, Brussels. But I also, I'm also a member of the board uh, of uh, the International Longevity Alliance uh, um, with uh, Ilya Stambler, Eduardo Bonneuil, uh, like the uh, Daria Calturina, uh, like the three of the main, uh, uh, the most active people there. And I'm also a member of the um, as association Pectoproc. I'm vice president of this. So in the, it's an association uh, working on progressive, uh, techno-progressist -progress questions and uh, member of the board of Unanity Plus. That's in short, I so quite active for all questions related to yeah, uh, technological progress and especially um, yeah, longevity, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, Hills is organizing on September 9, a conference about uh, big data, artificial intelligence and uh, longevity. Uh, and this is, uh, or yeah, we are organizing uh, regularly. The, okay, it's Hills and the International Longevity Alliance. We are organizing regularly uh, conferences. And this one is, I hope, or hopeful to, uh, yeah, to speak about big data in a, once again, like you said at the beginning, in a larger uh, um, world than the community, that the, than the restricted uh, community longevity. Yeah. Yeah. One second. It's, oh. it's, uh, actually, it's it's on, on uh, you know the sun the sunset exactly. Ah, yeah. Okay. This, so the lights are switching fast. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'm start. Um, okay, so um, so, so uh, who is going to be in the conference? So we we don't have uh, the final list already, but there will be people from uh, organizations, from uh, public organizations who are in, uh, especially in uh, European countries, uh, working uh, on uh, the idea to share uh, health data for mm -hmm. uh, medical purpose. There will be one uh, philosopher. Um, the, his name is uh, um, Os. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot the name now. <laughs> of course, uh, there will be there will be a, a philosopher, uh, Sorner, sorry, Stefan Sorner, uh, who will uh, speak about uh, the idea, let's say, the, the philosophical and political ideas of, uh, um, of uh, why it is important and why it is uh, useful to share data and why it is kind of a moral uh, obligation and also for um, how also approaching questions of uh, privacy. I will, I will come back to that. We will come back to this, of course. Yes, uh, and we will. Be, uh, some uh, people of the longevity community, of course, uh, uh, like uh, there is one company called uh, In Silico Medicine, really active mm -hmm. on uh, artificial intelligence and longevity. Uh, and uh, they will be, also people from uh, organizations of uh, passions. So people uh, suffering themselves, suffering from diseases and who are also wanting to share. 
and maybe, but that's not for sure, there will be representatives uh, from uh, big tech companies. But you know, uh, that's not sure that they will accept. Uh, um, among other people, the the leader of uh, Google in Belgium, uh, mm. he wrote a book called uh, Digitalist. This is the book, and uh, one uh, one one part of this one title of the let's say the, the, the chapters of this book is uh, uh, Tuer la mort, so kill the death. So he is speaking about longevity in this book also and about big data. Uh, yeah. well, that's, that's it for the moment. And of yeah. course, uh, we hope to have many people going there to assist. And at the end of the conference, we will have some uh, discussions not restricted to the speakers, larger and we will try to adopt the text uh, to go further in this uh, domain yeah we will drill down on uh, on the challenges that uh, pri private uh, privacy yeah. in, cl in uh, clinical data um, you mentioned uh, in silico medicine the, the, they are becoming big i follow them and uh, it's a very yeah. interesting area uh, AI and uh, clinical research, and uh, I know they are they are helping uh, to discover drugs much faster. Yeah. That's their uh, main uh, goal. Of course, they they uh, analyze uh, data from many sources. It's, it's yeah. a very interesting topic. Um, so, um, but but before we drill down, I I want another. A question from your past uh, work, like uh, you, I know that you've don donated uh, twenty-five thousand dollars for two studies on yeah. on red plasma trans transfusion. Yeah, uh, one is yeah. Actually, actually, to be to be more precise, uh, precise, uh, each of uh, these study received uh, uh, each time twenty-five thousand dollars. Wow. Uh, and it's coming uh, uh, from Hills, but uh, you know, I'm the principal, the, the, the main donor uh, for Hills. Yeah. Uh, I, also, I gave uh, uh, um, money for other causes, especially for Sense. Uh, so, uh, of, because, uh, like uh, probably all people uh, interested in Ludovici know, uh, Guy Aubry de Grey is uh, the best person, but no, <laughs> he recently received $28 million. So, <laughs> I don't <laughs> need to. <laughs> To give uh, anymore to yeah. him, I think, but uh, that's great. That's great. Okay, now coming back to this uh, study. So um, two studies with uh, rats, exactly. Not not with mice. Some sometimes uh, maybe I, I said uh, mice by mistake. With rats, mm -hmm. uh, two small studies, and uh, one is uh, about uh, uh, rats, old rats receiving uh, uh, plasma of young rats, and the other one is old rats receiving a product. Uh, but we don't know precisely which product because it's, uh, let's say, patented. Concerning the, the first experiment, uh, it's an experiment made uh, in Argentina by uh, Rodolfo Goya, and it's already uh, going to the end. And it's, uh, I would say, um, a little bit successful, but not very successful. So the uh, treated rats, the, the rats who were receiving uh, plasma, live a little bit longer, but not so much longer. And concerning the other experiment uh, with uh, Arul Katcher in uh, India, uh, we, uh, until now, all rats uh, are still alive. Mm -hmm. uh, 
so we don't know about the results, but uh, we have, to, uh, as far as we know, promising results because the the treated rats are in best shape than uh, the untreated rats. And I come to why I'm doing this. You know, I'm doing this because many many experiments on rats and on, ma on mice they are done to uh, check about longevity, but they don't check about longevity. For me, it's very strange. So they uh, they take old rats, that's good. Like old rats, it's about 20, uh, 20 to 24 months of, uh, or, no, sorry, 18 to uh, 20 to 24 months uh, of age. That's old rats. Mm -hmm. They take old rats, they give a product, then they, they compare with uh, young rats, and then they kill the rats. They don't, uh, they, they sacrifice uh, the rats or the mice because they have to see if the brain is working better, if mm. the muscles are working better and so on. But you know, the, it's not enough. To, uh, you, if you see that a product is making rats or mice living better, to be sure that it's extending the longevity, you have to go further. And uh, that's kind of a, almost a mystery for me that there are so many experiments, they just don't go uh, far enough. And here, for a relatively uh, small amount of money, I could convince the, uh, um, Harold Katcher and Rodolfo Goya. Well, Rodolfo Goya, he was an, uh, directly uh, enthusiast, I would say, to make this experiment. And so uh, we will really see uh, the effect on longevity for this, uh, this product. And I must say, I, I'm still hoping that uh, the convoys who are great scientists and who were also testing uh, with the blood, plasma, and so on, that the convoys uh, will uh, accept with me or with somebody else to, uh, to test uh, for longevity of uh, treated animals. Yeah. And so when, when are the results expected? So the, the results uh, of uh, concerning uh, the experiment in Argentina uh, probably soon when we will have the final results when all rats are dead mm -hmm. and the results with uh, the experiment in India uh, since all rats are still alive uh, not so soon uh, I, I must add that it's a small amount of uh, a small number of rats it's about uh, 20 rats in each uh, uh, experiment because uh, just because uh, otherwise it would be uh, more expensive and I have some money but not uh, millions of dollars you know yeah oh it's a very it's a very big contribution for for you from you and uh, i acknowledge you of doing it I yeah well more... actually you know it's uh, one once again it's kind of yeah. a mystery this these studies could cost millions of dollars but uh, just testing for longevity uh, why don't uh, are they not doing that i don't understand sometimes i, I really don't understand and coming back also, I know that one of the, for me, one of the problems is, uh, let's say the fact that it's uh, paid by big companies and when the results are not good, they don't want to show the results, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's also a big problem. Here, uh, I said to, to, uh, the, to, the both, to both scientists and they agree, okay, if the results are good, we publish. If the results are not good, we still publish, you know, important. Yeah, because it's right. important to open doors, but it's also important to close doors. Yes, of course. It's uh, yeah, I got I got you. 
uh, yeah, it's very, it's, it's important to know if we can move on or uh, to stay on it. And, yeah. uh, and for others, uh, for other investors in the future that uh, they will not waste their money. Yeah, something that, do it again. Yeah. Yes. So <clears throat> um, let's get uh, back to your conference and the... Uh, the, the data privacy issue in, uh, med in medical research, I think it's the second uh, biggest bottlenecks in uh, medical research and in longevity, because um, I mean, the first one I think is uh, that, that we don't have any simulations for uh, trials, like human simulations, mm -hmm. and it takes too much time. <laughs> Um, but what you are talking about is very important and uh, data privacy is so has so many conflicts in so many areas and sometimes when I read about it and uh, when I see conferences like it gets back like let's say we don't want a big pharma to be a monopoly and we don't want them to misuse the data on the other hand again who can who can take uh, who who can take the data into a big uh, clinical uh, uh, trial? Only big companies for for now. So yeah, for this I, I disagree. I I totally agree that you need uh, uh, a, a big organization, but you yeah. can have uh, public organizations also. Eh? You don't need uh, you not you don't always need a private organization, or at least you can have. Uh, let's say public money and then uh, the agreement that it's only uh, for let's say public uh, for a public goal but uh, let's maybe take it from the beginning yes um, sharing health data is very complicated also uh, I, yeah i live in uh, in europe so in europe the situation is uh, even more complicated uh, than in the other countries because you have uh, uh, the the famous uh, uh, the, uh, regulation about uh, data, the GDPR, mm -hmm. and this is making it uh, practically uh, totally impossible to share health data uh, with uh, with scientists. Or well, practically, it's in the situation. So, if I want uh, to share my health data, it's impossible because the uh, because of the laws. Mm -hmm. Even if I decide, okay, I will do it anyway, okay, I don't care, uh, the scientists will not accept because if they accept, they can be in trouble. And even if the scientists don't care, they say, oh, okay, I will do it anyway, um, okay, then they will not be able to publish because it will not respect the, the rules. Mm -hmm. In theory, in the European regulations, you have things written to make it possible uh, to use data for research, but practically it's not working. For example, in uh, France, there is an uh, organization called the Health Data Hub. The Health Data Hub is a public organization uh, who is there to make it possible for scientists to access health data. The problem is that they were uh, until now about 500 scientists, group of scientists uh, asking to access uh, scientific data, and there were eight, eight authorizations. So almost always it's, there is no authorization, it's taking time, it's complicated and so on. So uh, 
for this, I just uh, think that we need, uh, yeah, let's say a change of mentality. And when you ask uh, citizens, uh, are you willing to share your health data for science? Uh, for example, in Belgium, there was there was a, um, a question, a poll for this question. They say massively, yes, yes, I want this. But it's not, uh, once again, not possible in the uh, application of the laws uh, today. No, I must say for me, uh, privacy, I, I, I don't understand sometimes why it's so, so a problem. You know, on, on one side, uh, people are uh, afraid. On the other side, uh, people put their data on Facebook. Uh, people will comment here, uh, people and so on and so on. So uh, people will comment on Facebook to say, I don't want to share data. When they comment on Facebook, they share data. So uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's strange. But um, probably the real big problem is security. security. That's a real, uh, very, very big problem. And we know of, uh, uh, that uh, the last uh, months, the last uh, years, but uh, even more the last months, many uh, uh, hospitals, many um, uh, health institutions were uh, yeah, uh, hijacked uh, to, have, uh, to have money. You know? So this uh, um, crimes concerning uh, security of, that, of data is growing, growing, growing. That, that's a, that is a real problem. For yeah. me, even more a problem than uh, than privacy. But because privacy, you could you could have a fast change in the the, the way the people are thinking. But crimes, you will always have uh, people trying to steal. Uh, well, to to find uh, money uh, with uh, with this with uh, dishonest ways. I would say. Yes. So it. So it's not easy. It's not One easy. One of the ways. Yeah. One and of what? the ways, for, but, but for me, the fact that there are so many different organizations, so many uh, uh, problems with the privacy, um, it, it is probably contributing to the, fa to the fact uh, that, uh, um, that there, there is cr criminality. Also, because if, um, if the principle would be we share health data and you cannot sell it, so it would be less uh, easy for the for the criminals to sell it, you see. Mm -hmm. But okay, I I agree that uh, uh, security is a big problem. Yes, but it's a big problem. But it means that there is, I think that there is a lot to do. And uh, like the good news, if we see if we can get uh, good news from the free, like from the market, is that. The field of uh, gene sequencing is uh, growing. Yeah, sure. And Very they fast. and I think they deal with the security problem as good as the big uh, big health uh, providers. I mean, uh, that's, that's uh, you have a point. I, I was uh, until now, as far as I know, twenty three and me and the other big. Uh, Companies they didn't have so much uh, trouble with uh, with their data. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know. I want to. I want, uh, if I may, just to share the uh, the screen one second to show you one thing that I want to show. Yeah. So um, so it's to say. Uh, so I was I was saying uh, that things. Uh, are very complicated concerning uh, the sharing of health data. 
but mm -hmm. I want to say that uh, um, there was a communication uh, not long ago from the Commission to the European Parliament, and in this communication, there is one sentence to say that they have the goal by 2025 to ensure that citizens from the member states are able to share the health data with healthcare providers and authorities of their choice. So uh, this is a very, very uh, positive uh, sentence. Mm -hmm. I hope that it will come uh, in the reality. And if it comes in the reality, uh, yeah, the, the translation of this is you can share that with scientists if you want. So yeah. this, we, we used this sentence uh, to um, in the presentation of the conference on big data and healthy longevity how to progress faster and better for all uh, scientists. Yeah, we will, and I will share the link to register yeah. to this conference. How, but by the way, how do you think that AI can uh, help in this uh, problem? And uh, like, uh, you think there there are more technologies that could help besides AI? Well, you know, uh, AI is uh, is really a, a word now that every, uh, everybody is uh, using. Uh, so uh, I don't know, the, the short answer is I don't know yet what is uh, um, possible, but what I know is that the, the situation at the moment concerning health big data and artificial intelligence is it doesn't work so good. And for me, it's a kind of mystery. You know, uh, if you Google something and you make a small mistake, uh, I don't know, I Google your name, uh, Gil Marom and I, I used uh, one letter in place of the other, but I also use uh, longevity after I will find you. Okay, um, mm -hmm. even uh, if uh, if you Google with uh, Joe, I don't know, Joe Biden, re, uh, President of the United States, you will find directly Joe Biden. But for data concerning health, if you make some small mistakes, you are lost, uh, you know, the, 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 the results are not good. Why is this the situation? I don't know, but it means that uh, uh, we absolutely need for big data to have better big data. This means better curated big data. This, may, this means uh, better sharing of, uh, of big data. And for me, it means also uh, having less uh, private companies separated private companies because each company has his own software and you cannot uh, easily uh, share the, the data. And also each company um, who is analyzing the data, uh, they can analyze in, in, another, in another way and this is really problematic. I will give one example of uh, artificial intelligence uh, not working because of this. So let's imagine you have uh, two places and two uh, with two uh, companies, they analyze uh, cancers mm -hmm. and one analyze uh, uh, pictures with a slightly different colors than the other one. Uh, and in one company is analyzing uh, situations where there are more cancers and the other uh, is analyzing situations where there are less cancers. So after a while, if you give all data together to the, to the artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence will think that a slight difference of color is sign that there is more the cancers, mm -hmm. you know, you understand? And this is not the case, of course. So yeah. the fact that we are using different software, different materials uh, is very complicated. 
And once again, I uh, don't understand why artificial intelligence is not yet working very good with uh, health data, but we know that's the situation. And uh, we know it, uh, for example, with uh, COVID-19, there are so many things that we still don't know. We have probably uh, more health data for COVID-19 than for any uh, uh, diseases, or certainly we have certainly more health data for this, for COVID-19 than for any uh, um, viral disease this last uh, 20 years. But still, we are, there are many, many things that we don't know about COVID-19. Yeah, I think the only thing that is a certainty from the COVID is that aging uh, yeah, is, yeah, a, is that's a big clear. risk factor for... That's clear, but that, that's a good example. You know, in my country, for example, um, during the first uh, months of the crisis, uh, they, um, for 25% of the people, uh, they didn't know about the age of these people because, well, I will not go into details, but you know, something uh, really uh, easy to, to, to check even that they didn't know about it. Because yeah. they were only registered, uh, be, because in, uh, um, uh, how do you call that? In uh, people, um, sorry, uh, places for, for old people. So uh, how do you know, how do you, uh, Care, care houses, so I, yeah. don't, I don't find them. Okay, there, uh, they, they were just uh, taking into consideration the number of deaths, but they were not uh, uh, giving more information. Yeah. So it was a crazy situation. Now we have more data, but still uh, many things that we don't know. Yeah, well, um, so like I know, I know uh, that even here in Israel, the, the clinical records here are one of the best in the world. Mm -hmm. And there, there are three big providers, health providers. Uh, and even, even between them, what I, I heard is that, and I, uh, I uh, saw a conference is that there are changes between how they uh, insert the, the data. Oh, yeah. Different forms do it looks different in the in the end. So yeah. so that's really a problem. Huh? Yes, yes, yes. It's a, it's a once again a, a strange situation. You know, if it was the same situation, I don't know for emails, you would receive emails uh, with other characters, and so it was that uh, beginning of the email sometimes with uh, you, you know um, some uh, characters. It was different uh, with different computers, but nowadays it's not the same, but uh, just to share your data. And theoretically, I don't know what the situation in, uh, in, the, in Israel, but I know in Belgium, theoretically, uh, you can ask your doctor to have your health data, you know, but practically it's impossible. Yeah. Almost impossible. And, and what, what do you think, like people understand what they can get, gain from doing it, from sharing data? I, I'm, uh, I said uh, in Belgium, and I think it's the same, I'm, I'm quite sure it's the same in, uh, in other countries. Mm -hmm. When you ask people, do you want to share health data for science? They will say yes. And okay, they will also, of course, uh, well, if they accept, uh, they, there are two, two possible ways. Let's say uh, one way is that they totally anonymize the data and then they cannot come back. 
another way is to say, okay, we uh, pseudonymize your data. So we put another number on it, but if we find something, we can come back to you to help you. Because uh, if we find a, uh, if we find that you have some disease, we can come back to you. And just, I was doing a, a clinical trial and uh, there was a place there where I could uh, sign uh, to say, I don't want to be informed if you find something about me. And I was asking the, doc the medical doctor, yeah, uh, are there many people who refuse this? And he said that I had one person refusing. So I would say uh, they're also the large majority of the people. Mm -hmm. They agree about this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, largely, they, they, but they are afraid that there is a private organi uh, organization who will use their data uh, to sell products or something like that. But I, yeah, I think they are wrongly uh, uh, afraid. Yeah. Because uh, I, um, yeah. I'm in my, uh, my approach is this, that this should be one of the solutions to, I don't want to lose the, I don't want to, to lose uh, what the, the resource that the big companies have in clinical research. Yeah. I, think, I think this is one of the solution is to create an interface that uh, will limit them on how, how they use it. Yeah, I, I know that there are uh, theoretically solutions uh, also where actually um, the companies or the people don't access directly the data, but they uh, consult through something who is converting the data. So yeah, I, I know that there are solutions, but I, I partly, well, I agree with you that it's important to have uh, uh, the, that private companies need to have access to big data to work better. But also, but I think it's also important to have uh, um, public authorities investing. Yes. And uh, very recently in the US, uh, after the election, Joe Biden uh, declared that he was uh, uh, wanting to create uh, something like the DARPA. So DARPA, it's an organization for defense and uh, I would say new technologies. And he wants to create an uh, ARPH, so an agency for uh, research, let's say new research for health. So mm -hmm. this is very positive, and this would be, uh, this will be normally with uh, public money. Uh, maybe also in the UK they will do the same. Well, in Europe I don't think uh, uh, that it's uh, um, let's say a priority at the moment, but it could be. Yeah uh we we don't know i think that uh like first of all uh, in terms of longevity everyone see the the silver tsunami is coming i mean it's uh, even uh, economically it, it it's uh, a big threat in an economy so yeah. they ne they need to prepare somehow and uh, and um I think uh, it's going to push, like you you saw in COVID when everyone knew it's knew it's uh, how how when everyone saw how how dangerous it is and how it affects uh, all the economy and everything. And so the so everyone started to work on it and uh, they push it very fast. Yeah. Like they developed a vaccine in less than one year. 
Yeah, that was, uh, there, there were many uh, different aspects concerning the COVID-19, but that was uh, great in, in some aspects. And yeah, one aspect is what you said. And also that there was uh, never in the history of humanity so much, uh, let's say, energy to save uh, mostly old people, you know? Mm -hmm. We could have decided, oh, they are old, uh, we don't care, yeah. but uh, we didn't decide that. Well, also because, uh, also because uh, scientists and uh, stakeholders and, pol and political people were afraid that it could kill uh, more than it, more people and especially young people. But on the other side, also, especially because they want to protect uh, all people. And this is uh, positive. Yeah. So, um, um, and getting back to the, <clears throat> how to use it and the interface, um, it's, it's amazing, like technology progress uh, is de developed a lot, but still those ethics problem in uh, medical research are still a barrier to, to do something yeah. like this. Uh, somehow we need to figure it out how we, cre how we create a technological project that will, um, will solve us the, those ethics problems here. Like we need maybe to go from the ethics and go back, backwards yeah. and, and then create a solution. This is what I think I... Yeah, yeah, I think concerning, uh, you were speaking briefly, I think uh, already about uh, clinical trials. Yeah, clinical trials is uh, another big uh, problem. So we spoke about uh, trials with uh, rats and uh, and mice, but there is also uh, after that, when something is working, you need uh, to switch and to go to uh, humans. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have you can have uh, computer models, and we don't progress. We could progress for this, but still, we we have to go uh, with people at one moment. And uh, the problem, uh, the the situation at the moment is uh, clinical trials. It's also going uh, incredibly uh, slow. Uh, the, lo the, the, the laws are too much, too complicated. And uh, yeah, let's say uh, also uh, the, the drug companies and uh, they, they don't want to test on old people because they don't want to have uh, accidents. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, old people are more fragile, but old people are the people who are dying of, uh, of diseases. The old young people, they almost not, don't die anymore of diseases. So we should have laws who allow really uh, well-informed people, well-informed old people uh, to test uh, uh, new drugs, especially uh, well, when they are well-informed and when they want to do it, of course. Yeah. The, well. The only thing I see is a uh, like organ organ on chip project. You heard about it, yeah. but still, it's in the level of only checking uh, toxicity. Yes, I heard about uh, quite a few uh, organ on chips uh, projects, and there is, and there are also uh, projects uh, really, uh, let's say, uh, virtual twins or digital twins. Sorry, uh, yeah, yeah. There are many uh, projects, but they are still projects uh, at the moment. Uh, yeah. You still you okay. still need uh, animals and then uh, humans. Yeah, but but that's uh, the way to go, I think. Uh, 
now it's on toxicity level. They can check toxicity, but not yeah. uh, predict anything or uh, something no. like this. And and I know AI is uh, beginning to analyze like the <clears throat> immune system and uh, many yeah. for I, many for many data. I, I think you know. I think we have to go both ways. Uh, uh, we have to we have, we have yeah. to have uh, to make uh, clinical trials easier but uh, okay I, I insist easier doesn't mean less precaution easier is going faster and sometimes going too too slow is also is dangerous also so mm. to make clinical trials um, easier and faster and uh, to make uh, uh, let's say um, digital trials also uh, possible and coming back to the COVID-19 this was also a, a, a very very big problem so we spoke about the, the fact uh, that uh, they, they, um, uh, the, the states and, uh, and the companies and so on were not able to um, analyze digital data for mm -hmm. COVID-19. But one of the reasons is also that clinical trials were so complicated. So it was going faster, but not fast enough. Yeah. Well, like if there is a project like this, public project, what kind of data do you think uh, people can uh, upload? Well, I would say if there was a, a system that people trust, uh, and yeah, I see what you say, but I, I would say where you are sure that uh, private companies are not able to use it to win money, they, are, they could use it uh, to make research, but not to make money. Uh, we could put there, uh, I, I, I mean, uh, a lot of uh, data, so all there, there are already uh, billions of uh, files uh, that we uh, that are already in computers uh, everywhere in the world. There mm -hmm. is uh, genetic data, there is uh, blood data, there is uh, medical doctors data, uh, COVID data, and so on. So we have already uh, more than enough. And after that, we have also on the other, on another side. The data that we have here in our smartphone, uh, so online data, that's also uh, on, online uh, health data, uh, how, how much you are working, uh, how fast is you hurt, and so on. Yeah, like with uh, watch, Apple Watch, and other gam, uh, there are others, huh? <laughs> not making yeah. a pub uh, an advertisement. Uh, I'm not a fan, by the way, <laughs> of this one. Uh, but uh, okay, so. Yeah. All this data is already there for, um, yeah, I think already billions of people, and uh, but we are not able to share it. Yeah. Okay, Didier. So uh, besides the AI conference, what other uh, um, activities like Hills, Hills is uh, going to do in the future, in the near future? So in the future and already uh, know, uh, like uh, everybody, uh, I would say like most uh, um, organizations, we have of course a website and we have also a newsletter. The newsletter is called uh, The Debt of Debt. I will uh, show, share the, the, the screen for one second. Uh, again, uh, just a second, uh, yes. Uh, oh no, uh, can you see it? No, huh? no, yeah. no, I made, a, I made, sorry, I made a mistake. Uh, I'm, uh, you can see it, huh? Oh no. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Okay, sorry. Uh, 
uh, yes, so this is the, the website of the Healthy Life Extension Society. So you have one part in uh, French uh, with the newsletter La Mort de la Mort in Dutch, uh, in uh, English, that's here. And since a few days only, uh, we have also in Spanish. So that's uh, uh, each month there is a newsletter uh, coming. Uh, um, we have a monthly uh, meeting. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, speaking during many uh, conferences. We are also, like I said, uh, collaborating uh, with uh, other uh, longevity organizations. And uh, we try, but uh, it's quite difficult to have some impact uh, at the European level. We try to uh, contact, uh, uh, let's say, uh, stakeholders at the European level to convince the, that uh, uh, defeating, fighting aging uh, should be a priority. Yeah. I would say there, uh, we are, we are not yet successful and it's kind of strange because uh, um, Europe is one of the part of the world where you have the oldest population. Europe is one of, uh, is probably the part of the world where the social security system is the best. So it's costing us a lot of uh, money, but still, uh, and also on the positive side, uh, there is a lot of uh, research already on the, concerning the neurodegenerative diseases. And uh, we were not speaking concrete about disease, uh, but okay, you have three big categories. You have cardiovascular diseases where we are progressing fast, cancer disease, cancers, we are also progressing, but for neurodegenerative diseases, we are not progressing, but uh, Europe is working on this, others also, but not enough. Yeah. Your event is really, you know, uh, I was discussing with, uh, one French guy about how could we think about uh, AI for longevity. So your uh, place is a uh, well, uh, is really a great place to think about this. And of and, course, also the and it's not only a conference that it's focused on. Uh, it's 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 uh, we have the networking, and yeah. you will learn if you if you join us. But there's uh, the element of uh, moving forward with uh, doing some progress and projects and uh, like really start to to make this vision uh, tangible that longevity is a, yeah. is a tangible vision we can there is a progress to do and uh, it's important so uh, again thank you thank you for helping thank yeah. thank you gil and uh, people who are looking this uh, please uh, don't hesitate to take part to all of this um, it's uh, fascinating, it's interesting, and you make the world uh, a better place. Uh, thank you. Yes, thank you.